Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Yeah, music. Oh, Dave. <laughs> music. Music. It's, 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 that's it. It's also. Music. <laughs> I'll get, and Colm. I'll get to this point later, but yes, and Colm. Primarily Colm. Music Colm. and Colm. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. My name is David Bell. And my name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched The Commitments. The Commitments. Calm. Hey, what's this? What's what? Have you got soul? If so, the world's hardest working band is looking for you. Contact Jay Rabbit. I'm putting a band together. Do you need a singer? Wise men say. Who are your influences? Led Zeppelin. Sinead O'Connor. Uh, Barry Manilow. Joan Bias. Uh, Joni Mitchell. Uh... Wings. Well, what kind of music are we going to be playing, Jimmy? Soul. Soul. Colm Mittments. The Colm Mittments. The Colm Mittments. Uh, why didn't they name it that? I don't know. He's not even like listed in the cast on Wikipedia. Bullshit. Bullshit. And he's fucking Colm Meany. How dare you? Hey. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hello. I want to thank I want to thank Mickey for Therapy 2023, our Patreon producer, who uh, had us uh, watch the commitments. Uh, they have a list of stuff for us, Tom. Spoilers: it's all music stuff. Oh, okay. Um, including one one movie that I quite like um, that we'll get to next. Uh, uh, but thank you, Mi- Mickey, <laughs> for Therapy 2023. Now I'm going to have to wait 45 minutes so I can ask you what it is off mic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I could, I could tell you what it is now, I guess. Um, no, you know what? Let's wait. Let's yeah, wait. let's wait. Let's wait. That's more fun for people to not know. But thank you, Mickey. Thank you very much. You. I had never seen this movie from 1991. This is um, <clears throat> a movie out of, um, out of uh, Dublin. Ireland. Ireland. Yeah, I don't know if it's officially. It was based off a novel, um, and I think in the novel it wasn't Dublin uh, specifically. And it's about a group of young, um, well, not young group of group of like twenties uh, ki- kids, mostly kids, twenty-ish people from Dublin who start a soul band. Um, the way they made this movie again, based off a novel, which I'm very curious about what the novel was. Um, they auditioned real musicians for this movie. In fact, most of the people in the movie aren't actors. Only a couple of them are actors of, of the main core cast. That is obviously Cole Meany's an actor. Yeah. Um, but it's mostly, they did like a huge fucking like audition, like thousands of people. It was a big deal. This movie was, um, not a huge success, but it was like a big, big marketing thing in 91. Like, I think it was an indie darling. Um, they advertised for older audiences, um, which makes sense. At first, they wanted to advertise it for younger audiences, which, 
makes less sense. Um, Playing soul standards. They, so they, yeah, they did yeah. like parties with record companies and stuff. To me, so my hot take on this film is this movie feels like a soundtrack that had a supplemental movie. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. What did you think of this movie? I thought it was fine. Um, yeah. It's real... I see why people liked it. I see, I see its charm. It is a charming movie. Um, it's extremely basic. It's, it's, it's the story of the rise and fall of a band, but it's condensed within the span of a couple of weeks. Like this band uh, has a meteoric rise and fall over the course of, I think, three shows. Um, and then yes. they implode. <laughs> I admire what they're trying to do yeah. here. Um, but I don't think they did it quite well enough. Um, I was thinking about this is that, um, like, remember that CBGB movie? I didn't watch it, uh, but I remember it. Yeah. Oh, okay. That movie is very boring unless you really like punk music. And then you're like, Ooh, look at that. Oh, it's, it's fucking Ron from Harry Potter playing cheetah chrome. That's neat. Or it's like, Oh fuck. It's the talking heads. You know, like it, it's fun to listen to these, these covers basically of songs you like, but the actual story of CBGB isn't like, incredible it's kind of like how we talk about biopics right where biopics where sometimes the story's not there like the 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 fame and notoriety is there but there's not really much of a story behind it yeah right what baffles me is that the the commitments aren't a real band so they could tell whatever story they wanted to hear and to me it really felt like a uh like a really anticlimactic story of a band that like made me feel like I was just like Tom, you were in a band, right? I was. Yeah. I lived with a band and it just felt like when I lived with a band <laughs> where it's like, yeah, you go to their shows. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. Yep, they you know, like there's a lot of fighting. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like I wasn't even sure what the, what the movie was trying to say ultimately. I don't. Um, I don't know that it was necessarily trying to say m- much, outside of like but, the ending statement where the manager guy, who basically puts the band together like on a whim. Yes, um, they make they make putting a band together really seem really simple because like all these people audition for this. Like it starts with this kid who's at this marketplace and he's buying he's buying stuff up. He's selling kids a copy of mississippi burning on the bus did you catch that (laughs) i did dave the bus kids i looked into it it's this is the director of mississippi burning um that's why but it's very funny that these kids are like oh you got that copy of mississippi burning for me it's like the what all these kids gonna go home and watch this together (laughs) it's real fucking barton fink simpsons it really is yeah Mississippi burning. Um, yeah, this is a director of that as well as the life of David Gale and Avita, which yeah. life of David Gale. Who um, I didn't see that movie. You, yes, you have. I know how it ends, but I haven't. I've We've never watched saw it, it together, Dave. No, we haven't. Yes, we haven't we seen have. the life of David Gale. You together. made me watch it, Dave. The life of David Gale. Yes. I, I have not I seen that movie. I swear you made me watch The Life of David Gale. I would not make you watch The Life of David Gale. I haven't seen yes, it. Yes, you would. It is a thousand percent the kind of movie you would make me watch. Yes, but I don't remember. I, I don't think. I, maybe I was really drunk. We totally watched it. No, you weren't drunk. 
I've never seen The Life of David Gale. I swear we watched it. I don't, we might have watched it, but I've never seen it. Oh, man. If we've watched it, I was man, under so I much. I swear we watched it. Never seen Life of David it Gale. Been at, it might have been at Cracked House, so you may have been hammered. Uh. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It might have been on while I was present, but I don't think... I may have been in the room when the yeah. television was on. Um, the movie was produced by Nicolas Cage. Oh, shit. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah. Um, anyway, the, what I was going to say is the last thing he says, this manager character, is he, he keeps doing this thing throughout the movie where he's uh, interviewing himself. He's like imagining himself on... Uh, right. what I assume is probably a, a popular uh, program in, in the UK. Um, but he's mimicking the voice of some presenter asking him questions. And he gets to the end. And he's like, well, what was the point of it all? And he's like, well, no, I, you know, even though we were only together for, I, I like to think that like I opened up there. How does he phrase it? He says like, I showed them like, like now they want more out of life that they've had this experience. Like, so he's See, like trying to talk about, bad. yeah, yeah, how like it wasn't a failure because, yeah, they didn't make it. And some of them went on to be in a band, like the drummer does and the singer does. And I think maybe one other person d- goes on to continue being in bands, but like the lady that he's with at the end, yeah, becomes a singer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think the movie executed that very well. It, it was really rushed. Yeah. Yes. It, feel, it felt like they like don't really, it was... they don't really do anything with that theme until that point. Right. It feels like the story. This is why I'm like, I, what the fuck is the novel? Because this movie felt like it was all around, like all the music scenes, I feel like they play complete songs. Like, they I do. feel like 50% of this movie is just watching a band. Yes. Perform. Half of this movie, no shit, is just, they, they do play several songs in their entirety. Right. So, like, what the fuck was the novel? Because the story that's around this movie feels like it's it's very basic, like you said, and it's all there to just serve, and then they right. sing it's a al- song. It's almost like, I'm not sure if fable is the right word or, or parable, but it's, 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 like, so simple. It's like like a one of Aesop's fables or something like it's so it's reduced down to just its ba- basic points like it's right. about the allure of stardom and how uh it can fame can get to anybody even a small amount of fame can get to somebody's head um but it, it's just but it it's has, so basic though and it has some problems with that because like what you're saying this idea of like these people starting to band and it it gives them the ability to to aspire to be more than they are yeah good idea the problem is the main character has no arc. He no. is just, he, he just starts doing the interviews and being like, I'm going to start a band. And then he just does it. And then all these people want to audition. And I'm like, who, who is this kid? Like, I felt like I didn't know who the lead singer was because everybody's like, oh, I want to be in your band. And I was like, is this kid famous? Why is everybody wanting to be in his fucking band? Um, why did he decide to start a band? Um, it feels like it starts in the middle of a movie. And then when all the characters start to get together to sing, uh, sing and, and play instruments and stuff, I was like, I don't know who these people are. They just showed up. And I don't know what their arc is. They don't really have an arc. They just start as like, you know, like they have regular jobs. And then, yeah, they, they, they sort of make it a little. And so it just felt like there wasn't the, the characters that have the most change are, are the secondary characters. So we don't yeah. spend that much time with them and they never really bother to stop and tell us like who these people are in a meaningful way. So they all just feel like kind of NPCs 
um, for this, like, let's make a band game very, that this guy is playing. Very much so. Um, and it all seems to serve, we just really want to make a soundtrack. And then on top of it, and this isn't a hit against them, like, again, this is an enjoyable enough film. I just yeah, am very funny. baffled by it. Yeah. On, to- on top of it, the, the soundtrack is all covers. So it's not even original music. So it's just watching a cover band. Right. Play very famous soul songs. Yeah. So it just felt like a, a lot of like, it felt a little bit like catnip for a certain audience well, that would go and watch this movie, this indie darling that had a lot of familiar songs they knew here's, and not much of a story. And then they'd make some money on the soundtrack. This was a genre for a time. This is something it I really was. wanted to talk about where it, there was this genre of it was like a British movie about small town blue collar people coming together to do something extraordinary in this right. like this uh, and then go back to their blue collar lives. So there was like this. There's like the full Monty calendar yes. girls um, and it's, uh, again, like Waking Dead Divine. Like these these um, indie fads almost. Wake, right? Waking Dead Divine was the one about the dead guy that won the lottery. Right. Yes. That one, that's the one I was thinking of. So there was like a lot of these movies that came out around this time. Like the, I feel out of Northern in the England 90s. and yeah, Ireland. Yeah, Northern England yeah. and Ireland, yeah. Again, it was a fad we had. They, they mentioned Shanae O'Connor in this. They mentioned that like, you know, America and the world had this brief love affair. With Irish with that part of the music, world. yeah. You yeah. two and Shanae O'Connor, yeah. Yeah. And so like, and there definitely is this, yeah, like you said, genre of look at these like regular folk doing something that you wouldn't expect them. And I think nowadays, I think that's part of the problem is like, that's such a nineties kind of naive thing because nowadays that's the other part of this movie. I was like, so what? Like, Oh, they're playing soul music. Cool. Like, so what? Like, and I, I did pick up on like what you're saying that this was a, a, a fad at the time. Now it feels like cause of the internet, everybody can do anything. You know what I mean? Right, so it's, it's like I think we didn't even realize that at the time either, but that was all that's always been the case. Like yeah, of course. who was yeah. who was U2 before they were U2? They were just a bunch of fucking assholes from art. Like there were nobody. You know, there were also the, people who yeah. just had shit jobs, you know? It's the Susan Boyle thing yeah. where they're like, "Can you believe she can sing?" and it's like, "Why wouldn't I?" Why wouldn't I? Fucking <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like yeah, where do people you... people look different and sing? That has no, there's, there's no way how you look is no relation to uh, same with where you're from. Like, do you believe that these people from Dublin can sing? Right, soul? Like they, and it's like yeah, they had to find Sinatra. Like you know, like it's right. It's this was I think this genre also sort of used. I don't remember the other films that I've mentioned as well, so I can't say this too definitively but i do feel like this kind of genre of movie sort of just leaned on that like as a crutch like that was like it's like this movie really expects us to get a lot out of or it seems to expect us to get a lot out of the idea that these are just working class people who never even thought about being in a band and all of a sudden they just tried out for a band on a on a you know a whim or whatnot and now they're the, the, the talk of the town um, they really thought that was going to do a lot for us as the audience, it seems. That's what it is. Yeah. Again, it feels like it's really of its time because there's nothing wrong with this movie. No, it's, it's perfectly just charming it. and funny. It's just like, it's it's pretty superficial. It's Yeah, watching it removed from that like weird fad that it was a part of, it feels like you're like, okay, 
and yeah. you know like i it, this is not quite the right comparison but it's like how blair witch project i'm I assume if you showed it to a young kid they'd be like well, okay and then what like that that was it and it's like don't you get it it was really creepy at the time and it's like was it though we have tons of found footage movies you know what i mean um i'd like to think blair witch project has more staying power than that but that was the best I comparison so. i could think of yeah where it's like uh, that part of what made blair witch big was the gimmick itself that we are now completely accustomed to yeah for um, sure and that's definitely a part of this because yeah taking that out of this i really struggled to like it, i i struggled to like s- not pay attention but stay like that interested in what was happening because there was just I again I really like the basic idea. So you already sort of said what it is. Like forty minutes into this movie, they play like their second set. Like that it takes fucking forever. Um they like we get like the first act of this into the second act, they're like forming the band. Mm-hmm. They play a show at like a local um church place. And it's cute. Everybody's <laughs> into it. A local church place. Church place church is that the word for it church place i a church place it didn't look like it was a church yeah was it not a church place i don't know i couldn't you're right i couldn't tell if it was like the church or if it was like a community center a, a community or center or something church event is yeah. the more <laughs> a church uh, event is the better better way to put it i did it's a church, i yeah. did love how much colm loved elvis in this movie yeah we get a lot of colm, colm singing elvis colm meanie's hair is the main event of this movie. It's the he same has, hair he always has. Yeah, no, it's more curly. It's more like Elvis. Because the idea is he's an Elvis fan. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So they give him this like greaser hair. That's true. They, like, they curl do, yeah. it up a lot. Yeah. No, it definitely, it's definitely slightly, it, it, it's, it's different. I'm, I'm Googling it right now just so I can look at it while talking about it. Um, Comb. Colm Meany. I want to see. Everybody Google. His hair is. The commitment's Colm Meany. It's more human than human in this movie. Oh, yeah. They give him big sideburns and shit. Hell yeah, Yeah. they do. Yeah. Uh, And yeah, his whole thing is he's just Elvis guy, which I feel like we all have known an Elvis guy. Obviously, it's more of a boomer generation thing. I never knew an Elvis guy. I knew an Elvis guy. They, they, you know, they're fun to a limit. Because it's like, yeah, no, I get yeah, it. Elvis, like Elvis. Elvis is fine, sure. Elvis like, is fine, exactly. Like being like that into Elvis, it's like, all right, yeah. all right, all right. He's the main character's father in this. <laughs> he sure is. Uh, and it feels like you can't make a movie that takes place in Dublin without, like, it's like Colm legally you had to have Colm yeah, Meany in He's in there it. somewhere. Yeah. So he's like just a side character, but he's basically like, I did like his arc, which is like, you know, he's kind of making fun of his kid. Who, again, we don't really know much about. He's just some guy who lives with his parents. Um, and I don't know why his parents, like, why Colmini doesn't have that much faith in him, but he doesn't. And then he, like, sees the band for the first time and realizes, like, oh, shit, they're good. He actually made a good band. Um, it's kind of the idea, right? Is yeah. they play this show. People realize, like, shit, they're actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they play another show, and it gets more draw. And then they play a third show, which the whole idea is there's this like uh, soul musician that is going to be there. Wilson Pickett. Yeah. And um, and it's like the big promise that this is going to like elevate them. Right. Mm-hmm. And right, they, uh, they have this trumpet player named what do they call him? 
big lips or that's not big right. Big lips or hot something lips like or that. something. Hot lips. Um, but it seems the like lips. It's just the lips. Joey oh, the lips. Joey Fagan. the lips. Okay. It seems Who like looks he like might... the fucking guy from the witch. He looks. He's uh. <laughs> he does kind of look he's... like Ralph Ineson. Yeah, and he's way older than everybody else, and he proceeds to systematically fuck all the women in the band. He sure does. Yeah, all the very young women. Yeah. Uh, that's his whole thing. They really, that's just his deal. They really make it seem like he might be full of shit, because he's talking yeah. about how he knows all these old musicians. And he's like, yeah, I know Wilson Pickett personally. I'll get him to come up. I'll get him to come to our show, and he'll jam with us. It'll be great. Yeah. He basically fucks the band apart. He does. Like he, to he pieces. To smithereens, Dave. Fucks he fucks it to, to smithereens. Yeah, he does. Um, and yeah, what happens is uh, Wilson Pickett doesn't show up. They think he's a, you know, they, they're like, you fucked us lips. Uh, and then the band is like, and it's been a long time coming because they do this thing where they keep bickering backstage uh, and they break up after three, after three like sets their last one being very good the whole idea is when they're on stage they're very good uh and then as he's walking home he sees uh wilson pickett's limo go by and they they ask for directions and they realize like he oh he was gonna come he was late so it's about a brush with greatness right it's about this idea of what could have touching greatness yeah yeah which is not a bad idea for a movie like i like the idea that it's only three shows I think that's fun. I just, um, I, I wish they would have explored it a little more, right? Because it's, it's so, which I guess that was what this movie wanted to be. Obviously, this movie's a comedy. Um, it's very light and uh, it's charming and it is funny uh, throughout. But like, it, I, I really do, like it, it does have that interesting kernel of an idea. And I just, I wish they would have explored that more instead of going, and instead it's just extremely superficial and just the most profound it gets about its theme is just baldly stating the theme pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't even think it kind of nailed the theme perfectly because there were more, there was more to say. Like, I liked the fact that they, they basically they do the thing where they, um, you know, they, uh, the music, when, when they're playing the music, they're unified, right? That's kind of one of the themes. Yeah. While they're tearing each other to pieces behind the, the scenes, they hate each other. Yeah. But the music brings them the together music for these fleeting them, yeah. moments. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's supposed to be about this idea of these fleeting moments that makes music beautiful, yeah. right? Yeah. I think like the punk genre has a lot of this. It's There's a, a lot of punk bands that come and go. It's a... Um, Operation Ivy, Ivy famously has one album and you know, has made a big impact. This idea of a small band, you know, there's of course the idea of artists who are only appreciated after they die. This idea of art being this fleeting thing and music being a perfect, right. like the most clear analogy for that. Like, right. It, it can unite people for two or three minutes, two or three, yeah, two or three minutes plays, of perfection. It can make Jordan Peterson cry, you know, it's true. Just weep. Yeah. Just yeah. little tears streaming down his little, polyester socked face (laughs) but it is it's a live show that's the whole idea and so this idea of this beautiful thing that happened in this pocket of dublin that only a handful of people saw is a cool idea the problem i thought was that the characters just were there wasn't enough they weren't there yeah that like they they it was they were really they, just archetypes because the movie is so superficial and there's so many characters there's like 12 people in the band well 10 i think 
eight or ten people in the band. It's a big band. The movie was obsessed with the music, yeah. which is weird to say, but like it is a movie. It's not a music video. And so what I mean is that in the minutes that they spend, like, again, it feels like almost half the movie is spent watching this band play. Um, in, those, in that time, you could have had more story and not just let's watch the band play. Like, we don't have to see them play so many fucking songs uh, and entire songs. You could, you could have them play one song throughout for the end or do th- the beginning. You know, they usually do that, like that thing you do. You know, I, I'm sure you hear the whole song at one point in that movie, right? You do, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you don't keep showing them play different songs for four minutes, you know? Um, you kind of... It, it, it felt like it was trying to be a musical, but it... It's interesting that you mentioned that thing you do, because I think that thing you do is a much more successful ex- version execution of this. of this very same idea. Right, because that movie talks about the dying it's hard because like i don't think they need to hit it big i think part of the fun is they don't hit it big mm-hmm. like i i was thinking you know what would be a fun version of this is an even scaled down version where it's a ska band <laughs> and their and their whole rise is to play for 15 people <laughs> like that's the maximum they ever play for like the first show is like three people and they're all family members you know um and again they only play like five shows and they they know they've made it when they like they sell like three copies of their demo (laughs) and they're like, we did it. And then the movie ends because that's the idea, right? It doesn't matter how big or how small. Right. So like they're trying to show the thing you made your mark. You, you, you shouted to the universe. I was here. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, But that feels like it just falls flat when the people like, I'm, I'm trying to even, I'm, I'm trying to think of like, who the fuck were these people? It was a lead singer. The only thing we knew about him was he was like kind of a jackass. He, was a, he worked at a bus wash. A, a drunk a guy at a, at a wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's the other thing. They just sort of pick people and like there's this... The movie doesn't care to tell us their relationships. You know what I mean? Where they're like, he's at the wedding and he's singing. And at first I thought like, is he a member of the band? Is he their friend? And then later they just go to him and they're like, you should do it. And he's like, you saw me at that wedding. And I'm like, do they know him? Like, have they right. met it, it before? Just, it just this? seems it's, like it, it just seems like it's a small town thing. Like they all seem to right. at least know of each other. It's like, yeah, but it makes it very fever dreamy where it's like, I was, did I miss a part? And then they bring in these three women and they just bring them on because one of them's hot. And then they, that they just well, like, <laughs> They're all hot, but like they're all yeah, hot, but they find they think one of them. One of them's hot, blonde. Is the thing. <laughs> yes, so. they're they're all, they want they want to get all up in yeah. one of them. Yeah, and so they're like, as long as you bring her, and then they all can just miraculously sing. Yeah, um, of course, everybody. That's the other part yeah. of this. Everybody just they they bring people on who like like the guy who at the wedding who's like, oh, I was just drunk and singing, and then he has like an immaculate yeah, voice. Right, he's one of the musicians. He's one of the real musicians. He's like an yeah. incredible vocus, vocalist. And they're like, good oh, actor, I was just. By the way. He actually pretty. He really is. Like, yeah, he's, they're all pretty good. He's the most interesting character, I think. I think so too. Yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah, he's he has like an incredible voice, and he's like, yeah. oh, I was just drunk at this wedding. <laughs> right and so they don't do but they don't do the work there because again it it, it almost feels like watching like a beatles movie where Mm -hmm. it's like they all are like pretending they don't know each other and come together or something where it's like well you you just did the thing 
I was about what? well, you said come together. Um, I was gonna say uh, or, 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 like yeah, like well, I was thinking it's like one of those movies where it's like there's some really overwrought scene where they write some famous song that obviously the scene never yeah. happened, but it's like I think we should call this song "Come Together" or you know yeah. <laughs> But it, you know what I mean? Where it, like it feels like the people in this movie were already a famous band, and they needed to write a reason for them to get together or yeah. something. Yeah, it, it, it's just it's so beholden to the music that it it has no like realistic process for like the band actually forming, um, the way they're picking people. Like they do this long audition for one member, and then they just pluck the rest of the people off the street. Which the, I thought was really fucking weird. Um, that they like, wh- who do they hold the audition for? It's like one of the trumpet players has to like do this long audition, and then everybody else, they're just like, yeah, can you do it? Like their bouncer becomes their drummer. Right. And stuff like that. <laughs> like, they're, they're this Where violent like, what happened maniac. To the long audition? Yeah, that they had as their uh, bouncer. Their drummer has to quit, and then they just sort of cut to their violent, maniacal bouncer just annihilating the drums like an expert and like yeah we're teaching him and i'm like you're teaching him he seems like a conservatory student right and it creates this weird problem where like the main character again has no arc and you don't really he doesn't even have standards that make sense where it's like at no, first it just seems like, okay, like he just wants manager. to make a band just because the universe told him to make a band like and kevin I, costner and field I, of dreams right and i thought his arc was gonna he's gonna become a monster and like start throwing people out but then he's just, he's like, does this he's very heavy passive. audition. He, it, except when he's not. Because again, he does this huge audition and throws out all these people. And then he's really passively just being like, yeah, you can be in the band. Like for, for the, <laughs> and, for like after the audition, he's like a very yeah. passive presence in the film. Like the band implodes on its own. He doesn't, he's a bad manager. He doesn't have anything to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because he doesn't help them in any way. No. Really. He doesn't get them paid. There's like that brief thing where the guy like wants his money and gets beat up. Again, it it feels or or, or like a Prince movie, like fucking um, what's it called? Purple Rain. That we Purple Rain or uh, the other one, the better one. Under the Cherry Moon. Under the Cherry Moon. Yeah, that's the better. Yeah, one. that one. Rocks. Where it's like a series of vignettes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's like a series of low stakes vignettes where you're like, there's no like overreaching arc. And there's no like plant and payoff. They're just like this guy who's like, where's my money? And then they fight him and kick him out. And then that story is over yep. at like halfway through the movie. So it really feels like they're making a movie around an already famous group, except they're not already famous. Uh, and that's what makes it all feel very weird. Where at times I did Google, I was like, is this already a band? Is this like a band movie? Because it feels like a band movie. But it's not. It's not. So it's really weird. Yeah, it's. I don't I, like. I don't know. It really did remind me of like the full Monty, where it's just like we're we're supposed to. It seems like we're supposed to get a lot out of the premise itself. Like, oh, it's these people. Yeah. These these so these have... nobody knock around people around Dublin getting together to make this great soul band for for three shows. And they're all good at. The, yeah. the the comedy aspects the performing it's just it doesn't it's just like it's by the end it's just they're squabbling it's, and then they play on stage they squabble they play on stage back and forth 
and like stuff happens, but it doesn't go anywhere. And they break up and very anticlimactically just... too. It's just, I mean, yeah. which, which makes sense. Like, I like that because that's usually how it goes. Like, that's the way it is in that thing you do too. It just, they just sort of break up. It just sort of happens. Right. And you're like, you can't believe it's happening. But right, like, no, the movie felt really realistic for how a band advances and breaks up. Yeah. To which I, I say, like, well, that's boring. Not much of a movie, yeah. Unless you have the characters, you do stuff with the characters that's interesting. And they keep almost doing it. So again, the lead singer, he's a drunk. He's he the first thing that happens is he makes a fucking embarrassment of himself singing on stage. So you think something's gonna happen with that, but not really. Um, nope. He becomes kind of a prima donna. Uh, and then you think like booze is going to get the better of him to the point that there's a part where he orders the same drink that he had at the wedding uh, that he got too drunk with. Right. So, I so thought, you like, think oh, it's something's going to happen. It. Yeah. But then nothing and happens. And then it just doesn't. And, yeah. and they just sort of, he, he again, he becomes a, the, the drummer quits because he doesn't like him. Which again, really anticlimactic thing to happen where it's like, okay, like that, that does happen in bands, you know, this is like a documentary about a band. Um, meanwhile, the, the other trumpet player is he, like, he's plowing through the band. He's plowing through all the ladies. <laughs> really is. Um, this and they start old, like this fucking old Skeletor trumpet player. Right. Which again, didn't really just, end up being anything tooting on the brass yeah he really didn't yeah like he's just they, like this they, weird old scumbag they do a thing where uh, they make us think that he might be full of shit but then they show that wilson pickett actually was coming to the show so like i guess he wasn't and that's all that's right. that's it that's the end of it and all the those ladies just all fight each other um but they don't seem like that sore about it either um it's kind of like they they're they escalate their fighting because they're like oh my god you're fucking him too uh, and that's that. And then, like, the drummer, like we said, quits and gets replaced with the bouncer, and the bouncer proves to be fine. So it's like, okay. <laughs> not, not, like, again, like, it's, great. Like setting up a, it's like setting up a joke and then nothing happens. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, so the bouncer and... They do a good part where he goes out to kick some guy's and ass and the, comes back on. He beats, like, four people's asses and then yeah, comes back. and then back. blood's on him. <laughs> yeah. Which is, again, a bunch of fun moments, but it's not shaping any like story around these characters. The, the backup singers, one of them is like working in a little chips truck. Uh, and I think she ends up becoming, making something of herself. Um, they don't really, one of them marries the main guy because they have a single scene where she's like, I'm kind of into you, but it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> Again, she just sort of says, like, you want to do something? He's like, no, I'm your manager. And then later, he's just like, yeah, we're dating now. We're together. And it's like, oh, maybe show that relationship. Well, I guess that worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe show something happening amongst these characters. Um, I'm, tr I'm struggling to remember because it's a huge band. There's the trumpet player that they auditioned for. I don't know. He fucking. I don't know what happened to him. I don't even know. He Did he have an arc? I don't think so. Yeah. I think he they just... Set up, yeah. I don't even know. Why was that guy asking for money? Because I know they do the thing where... Well... Did he borrow equipment from somebody? It just seems like a couple of the characters owe people money. Like, the manager owes these guys money, and that's why he starts getting beat up, and that's when the, the drummer runs into the audience to beat him up. But then, like, the singer gets beat up after their last show, and it's just because he has 
gambling debts, but it's because he's not being paid for the shows, so he can't pay them. Right. And then he gets his ass beat. Like I think that's I think it's just another thing to show that, to like bring them back down to earth, right? Like when they're on stage, they're this great band and they have fans and it, and, it, and it, like you said there it's the, it's this brush uh of greatness like this touching greatness right. for this brief the idea moment. that once they're on stage it's all behind them they can right. forget all these things yeah but once they come back down it's like he's getting like the lead singer who all these like it's it literally happens he goes out back and like six women come up to him wanting his autograph and then he gets the shit kicked out of him but from some guy who just wants his gambling money <laughs> like it's right. it's really showing the um the 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 split there i guess yeah i just i don't know um like that's all fine but it it, it still feels like it was almost like they were like hiding the drama like they were like like, no you don't want to see drama this is like the only real moment of drama we get really is this scene where the singer gets his ass kicked i think right yeah i think so um I'm trying to think of other, it's again, like, them yelling at each other. Right, but, like, but, it's, it, but all that is kind of treated kind of funny. Like it's, you know, yeah. like it's supposed to be, it, it's treated like, oh, it's a band bickering. And uh, the movie's kind of bewildering in that way. It's, it's, it's. I, it really, like Cole Meany, doesn't he just kind of vanish from the film? Yeah, he has about two or three scenes and then halfway through, we just never see him again. And they set up, the, again, they set up an arc where he's like, I don't take you and your band seriously. You'd think there'd be some, final beat with him but again the movie just seems to forget it's a movie most of the time and it's just like well let's listen to the this music right it's like a series it's like a series of sketches on a on an album yeah again it feels like they were just making an album and trying to like sell an album um and i think i don't know this again this didn't do that great uh it uh let's see i i had it here it only made about 14 15 million and it has a budget of 12 to 15 million so you know yeah. i i think they were really leaning on the idea that people were gonna fucking love the music and the thing is it did get good reviews um it's not a it's not a bad you know, movie it's just it's a, not a bad it's movie. just a very I just don't know superficial what the point one of it is. yeah yeah and what's funny is there there are other movies like this that i like the movie that i didn't mention that we're going to do later is very similar to this movie very similar in that it's about putting together a band and just making um making a band and it's it's not it's it's not not a lot happens in it but it's a little more focused on the characters um and i think the music ah, the music's good in this too like again the music's good in this but it was like it found i found myself like gravitating towards like you know doing stuff on my computer because it felt like background noise yeah like, this whole movie like the music in the big chill is good too but it's just because it's like a bunch of old pop hits yeah like these are a bunch of old soul hits so it's like yeah of course the music's good right the movie that i uh, cannot name uh because that's the game i'm playing now has original music which kind of helped it in fact won oscars for its music so like you know i i think this this can be done well this like small stakes let's just kind of follow these people making a band but i think in order to really do that you have to have a grasp on the characters you have to make people like the characters and want to follow them Mm -hmm. uh because otherwise 
like this music is good. It's not something I love. So I just I'm like, yeah, it's not enough. It's just not enough. Ultimately, like this is this movie is not enough movie. <laughs> Ult- that's that's really it. No, I think that's right. Like it does feel yeah. Like I said, it feels like a series of sketches. Like it's it's so light. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's maybe like was, thirty minutes worth of story. What was the movie we watched last? God, it's probably been a year now. Um, about the punk band. It was the Canadian film. Oh, 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 oh! Yeah, the fake documentary. Yeah. Um, fuck! I someone's screaming the name. Yeah, like that was a really, really good exploration of this same idea. Like it's a very, yes. very similar idea. Because they added drama. Because again, you're making, it's not even based off a real band. You can do whatever you want. You can still make it realistic. You know, it, it doesn't have to be outlandish. It doesn't have to be green room. They don't have to fight Nazis. Hardcore although, logo. You know, hardcore logo. Hardcore logo. Thank you. Um, but if you're going to make it just a regular drama comedy, you have to think about other drama comedies and what makes those work, right? Yeah. Uh, and you have to have character arcs and you have to have things happen. And things yeah. do have to be a little, little exciting because it's a movie, right? Right. We need like most some drama stakes. comedies tend yeah. to have shit happen, you know, like people die at least, or like people fall in love. Things that don't necessarily happen every day. Because the whole point is, why are you watching this? And like that is my ultimate feeling. Is just like I felt like I was just watching a band uh, Pretty much. exist, yeah, and then stop existing, and not for anything that was like I was like, yeah, that. That's how that happens. You know, like... Yep, pretty much. It's like a movie like Clerks, where it's like, okay, it's a day in the life. You have to lean on the comedy and the conversations. And even Clerks obviously has an arc. Clerks has a very distinct arc, yeah. Yeah, and even in Clerks, someone fucks a dead guy, and there's fights and stuff. It escalates, and there's drama, and there's a a climax. There's an emotional climax, yeah. So, like, imagine Clerks if he just worked his shift and not much happened and they had a couple of funny conversations. Right. Just imagine if Clerks was nothing but the Death Star conversation. Exactly. And then it's like, well, that was, it was it's some fun funny, little dialogue like, bits it, in there. but It kind of seems pointless. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't exactly. much of a story. That's, <laughs> that's kind of what happened here. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, if you like soul music, check it out. If you like Cole Meany, you can fast forward and you you know, watch jerk it, off for first, just the part first season. Half, yeah. Yeah. Come real hard but, in the first half. Yeah. Come Meany. Come Meany. And, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Otherwise, I just, music's fine. I have, I'm not mad at this movie. I just don't, I think that it, it is what we said, which is that at the time it was part of a trend and now removed from that trend. It just kind of feels like it's lacking a lot of story to make it to justify it you know yeah i agree yeah i got i got that's it (laughs) that's all i got got. that's all i got yeah good music yeah perfectly it's a good band they sound great from the director of the life of david gale a movie i have not seen have fucking watched dave haven't seen there's no reason i would have watched the life of david gale without your influence I'm imagining you like a flashback and you're just watching it in an empty room with no one else. Kind <laughs> of Tyler Durden myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tyler Durden. You keep like laughing at it and nudging no one next to you. Yeah, that was a good part. Like I said, I know it ends because I worked at the theater when it came out. So I, I saw the ending of it like 10 times. Mm-hmm. 
but I don't remember anything else. Oh man, Dave, you exist, right? <laughs> I <laughs> I'm not Tyler Durdening you. I better. If I don't, then these podcasts would be really interesting. <laughs> where it's just you just talking and then silence. I could be doing both voices. They don't know. That's true. That is a possibility. We can edit I this could, together. It, you don't know. Yeah, I could never ex- have existed. Oh, God. <laughs> what if I don't exist? Shit. Man, maybe you don't. Maybe. Maybe you don't. <laughs> uh, Mickey for therapy. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm, I really like the vibes you're putting out. You know, I, I'm not a big music movie person. Oh, but I am, I, though. So keep, yeah, keep coming. Yeah, like I said, I like the next one. I think it's going to be fun. There'll be ups and downs. It'll, yeah. Uh, and yeah, Mickey will keep it coming for sure. Uh, this was through our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. G-A-M-E-F-U-L-O-Y. Unemployed. Uh, for just $5 a month, you get access to exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman. Fox Muller is a maniac. Star Trek Next Futurama and Spiel Boys. Uh, we watch uh, movies every Friday night with our patrons as well. Sure That's do. a thing we love to do. Maybe we'll watch The Life of David Gale. There's no reason not to, right? There's not like any terrible reasons not to watch that movie. No, I don't think there's anything objectionable about that movie whatsoever. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Yeah. Um, we also have a store over to GameFleetEmployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs. You can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. So slap your soul-singing peepers onto those. Yes. Slap them on there. And as always, if you're Cole Meany, you might want to stay away from us. I don't know what I'll do if I'm near you. Yeah. Just Cole. It'll probably be fine. It'll probably be fine. I just want a lock of your hair. Yeah. Yeah. Is that so much just to, to ask? smell you? Just want to know what you smell like. Yeah. Yeah. Just give Is that me. That's so wrong. All of your hair. Yeah. All of it.